0: Saturday night. This is the Saturday Night Harness Preview with Dan Malecki and Rob Orba. Yes, a big Saturday night at Melton. We have uh, the APG Gold Bullion Finals for three-year-olds. Two races that are worth a $100,000. An intriguing four-year-old APG Gold Bullion Final as well. Uh, a big six uh, with a Pretty uh, good pool, I think we 're looking at, um, seeded from the tab fifty thousand, so projected one hundred and seventy five thousand dollar pool. so the lure is there to get a good collect and that 's why the focus on getting a winner or two becomes all the more important with Rob Orber, who joins us, thanks to our sponsor, the Victoria Harness Racing Club. How are you Rob
1: yeah, hi, Dan. Hi, everyone, uh, yes, and a big thank you to the Victorian Harness Racing Club. I know. All the members are very excited with the club lounge uh, about to be... uh launched at uh, melton i think uh, saturday night they've got their corporate night and then the members and the owners will get to use it from saturday onwards after that so uh, a really exciting time if you haven't purchased as a minimum a social club membership with the victorian harness racing club make sure you do so online so you can get use of that facility it will be a fantastic facility well done to everyone involved and i know there's a lot of excited people uh, to get the room uh, open for for all our uh, industry people to enjoy
0: I reckon uh, you had uh, the most to do with that, Rob. It seems like it's been a long time coming, but it's right there front and centre for all of the members of the Victoria Harness Racing Club to enjoy from tomorrow night onwards. So on behalf of the industry, congratulations and thank you for putting it forward.
1: Oh, no, it's all good, Danny. Look, at the end of the day, we we had a job to do and we we, we tried hard to... to to convince people that this was a a real must for for our industry people and uh, it was great to see, you know, the Victorian Government getting behind it, the VHRC who are major drivers in particular through the uh, the bonus races and Harness Racing Victoria and the staff at Tabcorp uh, or now uh, at Melton Park. Uh, a lot of people have put a lot of work into it. And as I said, it's just a great thing for our industry and, and as I said, hopefully it will be there for many years to come and, and in particular engaging people to become members of the Victorian Harness Racing Club. It's really important part of our fabric for the industry to move forward and I'm sure uh, there's going to be a lot of energy put behind it to continue to build.
0: No, excellent. And that is unveiled tomorrow at uh, at Milton. We've got nine races on the program. The first event is at 5.19, Rob. Uh, it's a pretty good card. We've had some tough races uh, almost from start to finish in recent weeks. I'm not saying it's not tough tomorrow night. Um, perhaps the first race is one of those types of races. How have you seen the first
1: yeah, look, I think there's a lot of tough races, Danny. I've come up with some value uh, through through some of the races on on Saturday night, and I'm hoping that we can snare one or two throughout the night. I always say at the end of the day, there might be nine races. We might not pick nine winners, but if you can pick the one or two that can get you a uh, dollar a win on every horse and you can get a profit by the end of the night, that's, that's the name of the game. And I'm certainly going to be playing some value throughout the night. First event... Tricky race uh, Again each way here Look, I, I tipped this horse last time I think he's going really well Number 6 lip reader uh, For Connor Crook uh, I think he's racing in really good form he, he comes into this race Again as far as the national rating is concerned he, He's really highly rated uh, he, was, uh, he went over the 1,200 last start. He had to go back uh, towards the tail of the field, but he savaged the line. And, you know, in that race, Wine Gum and Ghost of Time were both part of that uh, fi- figuring in the finish, and Ghost of Time has since come out and won. I, I think he's going well enough to be an each-way chance. He's a real tough horse. He's going to have to do it the tough way, but uh, I think each-way, happy to play him at the moment, number six, Lip Reader. Uh, outside of those, look, three Sweet Passion, For Matt Craven, I think Matt can have a really good night. Uh, tomorrow night he's got a really good team of horses on saturday night and sweet passion here who's a four-year-old uh won very well last time but bendigo was third behind just a little sip who certainly made that form really strong so sweet passion looks very hard to beat should be right in the finish obviously we've got the 2 Andy anti-gath trained runners Sly terror who's been in terrific form since coming across from new zealand it's won three from four and they've got a new addition new additional runner here number four um melanion or melanion uh, who did trial at Melton recently, defeated Just Believe in the trial, it was very impressive, hit the line really strongly and expected uh, expect a really forward showing. And obviously you've got horses like one red-hot assassin who was disappointing last start, but much improved, uh, a much uh, capable horse, especially from the barrier draw. Ultimate Vinny's going well, number 12. But look, I've gone six each way
0: from three, nine and four in what's a very open race. Uh, Sweet Passion, for me, I think uh, has the gate speed to lead, and if he's in front he's the horse to beat now, he should be at his peak third up. Uh, you mentioned Lip Reader this horse is ready to win, is well placed on the rating system, and he's ranked the one one and major majors are 60 in the same race, so it's the right race for Lip Reader, just not sure where he'll end up, but um, he's got to be a good chance 9 Slide Terror, 4 Millennium Three Six Nine, and 4 for me. Race 2, the Sulky Dot App Trot um, a Kiwi called Bohemian rhapsody will run favorite here uh, a kiwi mare first up with andy Gath. she likes mobile races she's one who lasts three mobiles and she's led in all three of those she i wouldn't say she's a brilliant beginner rob but she's a good beginner and i, I think andy's found the right race for her
1: Yeah, I think so, Danny. I think you've uh, hit the nail right on it here. Uh, Four starts in the mobile for three wins. She's got reasonably good gate speed, Mick Boots. uh, And uh, Andy got a terrific record in in plucking these horses out from New Zealand, in particular Uh, the Trotters. So I'm expecting her to be really hard to beat here. Number four, Bohemian Rhapsody. On top for mine from Seven Copacabana, who uh, has had a trial at Melton recently. Very talented mare when she's right. She trialled really nicely. Uh, She's ready to run a really forward run. expect her to be right in the finish with a little bit of luck. Uh, Two-letters trot, who got a a fair way back last time, uh, but gets a nice draw to be be prominent. Uh, Certainly has the ability. I really like the way number one, Elder Baron Huey's going. I think this horse is uh, a little bit underrated. He's going to be a bit of value tomorrow night too, including your trifectas and first fours. But four, seven, two, and my value bet, number one, Elder Baron Huey.
0: Uh, I've put the four on top. Numbers are similar. Four, two, seven, and one. Four, two, seven, and one. Race three, now this is the first leg of the big six. It's the APG Gold Bullion three-year-old fillies $100,000 final. A big six pool expected to be, or projected pool from the tab of about $175,000. So it's seeded with 50, uh, so there's going to be a good lure to get a decent collect. Uh, and this is the first leg, Rob. Um, Sahara Breeze, all these horses went around in in the heat. Same bunch uh, that make the final, just with the barrier draws a little bit different.
1: Yeah, look, and you would think the barrier draw should favour Sahara Breeze, uh, despite uh, having drawn uh, outside of Little Miss Lily last time. She was able to get over the top of it. However, Little Miss Lily did certainly plenty of work in that race that was led by Esmeralda. Uh, Look, I feel here Sahara Breeze has got gate speed, should be prominent throughout. Greg Sugar's combining here with Gary and Debbie Quinlan and, of course, Peter Watkinson and the team. They've uh, done a fantastic job with their bloodlines here and, particularly, Sahara Miss has been a great broodmare. And Sahara Breeze... On her strength of her win and the way she hit the line at Kilmore in the uh, heat, she looks hard to beat here. I tipped her on top. Ahead of five, Little Miss Lily. Nothing wrong with her run last time. She was very brave in defeat. Uh, She'll run a mighty race again. uh, For third and fourth, look, six, uh, which is delightful. Uh, Tammy, who's uh, never too far away, and nine, Paradise Valley. But uh, predominantly, I thought, three and five. And then there's a gap between six and nine.
0: Race, uh, and I like uh, the three Sahara Breeze. Three, five, six, nine are my selections, but the primary chances, as Rob said, Sahara Breeze, little Miss Lily. Race four, it's the tab young Pedro free for all. Max Delight is the odds on favourite. He, he's race fit and he's got that advantage, I think, the race fitness, but I think the key to the race is he's a son of a gun and whether Matt Craven wants to push the button at the start or not. Yeah, and I think
1: uh, whichever way he goes here, Matt, uh, with, with his son of a gun, I still feel like he's the horse to beat. Yeah, look, Matt brings his horses to town, you know, quite often first up and so often they perform so well. And this horse here, he's a quality horse, as we know. He's a four-year-old on the way up. He's won 10 from 34, Max Delight. You know, he's been knocking on the door to suggest that he can, you know, he's ready to win again. He's a seven-year-old, 22 wins from 79 starts and he's been an absolute star. This is a race where Max Delight on face value needs to sort of stand up and win. However, I'm going with the up-and-coming rising horse in his son of a gun. Uh, look, this horse, he competed at uh, the highest level, as we know. We went around in the four-year-old Bonanza in February behind Captain Ravishing. He then went to Menangle. He won the Paleface Adios. He's got a 150, 150.7 mile rate next to his name. And then, of course, he failed in the chariots of fire. He's been freshened up, but Mac gets these horses so well-primed first up. I think he can win six, he's son of a gun. Ahead of two Max Delight. Love to see him win for David Aiken, of course, who uh, has got a great Love affair with this horse and why wouldn't he? And he's going well enough to suggest this is a good race for him. One crime rider gets a really good trip here from Barrier 1. Expect him to be a, a real chance in the race. And I still feel like at three, Cosmos going really well. And he'll win one of these races sometime soon. But six, two, one and three.
0: Pretty keen on six, he's son of a gun. When I first looked at it, I thought Max Delight's got that race fitness edge and he'll probably lead and he should be too good in one of those 1,720 metre races that where they'll probably single out. But the more I looked at it, I kept warming to he's the son of a gun and now I'm split. I don't think there's going to be much between them. and The race could be won right at the start, Rob. Uh, Two Max Delight from six, he's the son of a gun. uh, And then one and three, Crime Rider and Cosimo. Race five, first leg of the Quaddy, it's the Woodland Stud Pace. I think this is the most open um, race of the night. Uh, critical here is the pace of the race, and maybe the the most uh, uh, important runner is Mighty Flying Art again because he's got the gate speed that might thwart pull the other leg, uh, getting a charmed run. I, I thought the four might lead, and if it did, there was no death horse in the race, and he'd get a charmed run. But if Mighty Flying Art kept him out, well, that opens up a thing uh, a few um, options for some horses because um, there are a lot of sit sprinters in the race.
1: Yeah, there are and, and probably you know one horse I'm tipping is probably the horse that you gave a really well I think you gave a couple of uh, horses in this race a, a good push last start one of them being vanquish stride and well, it was hard not to to be caught by his performance last start, Vanquish Stride. He, he's been working up to a win and, you know, he really savaged the line. He's going to need luck from Barrier Six, of course, because, as you mentioned, you know, there's speed inside and what where does he end up here? Ryan Sanderson's going to have to make some uh, magical moves here with Vanquish Stride, but he caught my eye with the way he savaged the line and I think he'll be really hard to beat. Uh, eight ever-hoping, I'm pretty convinced his horse might be just better where he's just driven with one run. I know he's going to need a lot of luck as well from inside the second row, but I can't go past that he's a class horse and I always think that you know you can't ever ignore class horses and when you've got a bloke like Greg Sugar's on board, if anyone can find uh, a bit of magic, he can do it. I think he'll be running on strongly. 11, Serge Blanco. He might be another horse that just might be better off just driven cold and, and coming with one run. But we're talking about three sitting sprint horses here that are going to be relying on a lot to go right up front for them to get into the race. So 6.80 11. Uh, look, two, Gillaby Nitro. I, I think he gets a nice draw to sit just off the speed and – He's second up. I'm certainly not ruling him out to run a mighty race here. And, of course, Cobbett, who's going well, and he's a little bit the same. Where, where does he end up from barrier five with that speed inside and with mighty flying art and pull the other leg? And then the other horse, of course, that you liked last week, Let's Rock, Let's Roll. He's another one that can just sit back and let down with a really big run. So really tricky race, uh, 6, 8, 11, and 2 for mine.
0: It is a tricky race, and again, it's the speed early. Mighty Flying Art led, but faded last week. Backed up during the week. Led, but was no match for Geary So I just wonder whether they think we might take a trail this time. If that happens, pull the other leg, leads, and he'll be very hard to beat. He'd be a good thing if he knew that would be the scenario. But I think every other horse in the race that you've mentioned, Cobber, Stride, Jellybean, Nitro to a degree, because he's not often driven out for speed anymore. Um, it's Ebony and Ivory, Finn Frost, Serge Blanco, Let's Rock, Let's Rock. They're all set sprinters and need the pace. On. So, pull the other leg leads, they probably won't get it. If Mighty Flying Art leads, they probably will get it. It's a fine line, isn't it? My tips are four to beat uh, seven. Sanday might end up sitting without cover going slowly if pull the other leg leads. Uh, Eleven, Serge Blanco and eight, ever hoping. Um, he might be the horse if he can get off the pegs that could go around and sit parked. It's an intriguing race. It's a good race for the first leg of the Quaddy and third leg of the big six. Probably going to have to go wide. 4, seven, eleven, eight. Good chances. Gillaby Nitro and vinqui Stride, who's very much ready to win. Race six, Rob. This is a good race. $100,000 APG Gold Bullion uh, final and all the owners out there to be uh, cheering them on and, and good to see uh, some of the uh, Delray national team. They won the race last year with uh, Mr Hunter. They've also got Rock and Roll Gronk engaged and they can be viewing it all from the... Uh, The new uh, owner's room, the Club Lounge, on track at Milton. Thanks to the Victorian Harness Racing Club.
1: Yes, a big thank you to the Victorian Harness Racing Club and, of course, as you mentioned, Mark Delray, uh, from Del- Delray National Food Group, a great sponsors not only of the harness racing industry but also of the Victorian Harness Racing Club. And I'm sure uh, they will be hoping that they can uh, celebrate in the new owner's room and club lounge uh, tomorrow night. And I think they've got a really good chance of making it back-to-back wins in this race. They won the two-year-old race last year and I think they can win the three-year-old race this year. Uh, he's been handled superbly by uh, Vince Coco, and I know Mark Delray, the team, they uh, all get behind... Uh, this horse at the stables and they live and breathe this horse. And I think this horse is pretty good and I think he'll win tomorrow night. I think he's got a few options, John Caldo. He's, uh, there's, there's no better man to, to be able to assess the situation and I think John will assess this race well, whichever way he elects to go. But I'm um, clearly got him on top here, seven Mr. Hunter for mine, four Roryville who was able to go forward and 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 take a trial uh, last last start. I think similar tactics will probably apply here. I think Mr Hunter has got a really good chance of coming across and finding the top, and I think he'll be really hard to beat. From four, Roryville, who might get the trail. Nine, Gorn, uh, led last start, uh, a little bit disappointing, obviously broken the score up and did a few little things wrong, but maybe driven cold, he'll he'll be getting home strongly. And I think ten, Heatseek, is a horse, that can continue to improve. But I really like seven, Mr Hunter on top. I've put him clear top pick ahead of four, nine and ten.
0: Yeah, I, look, I don't think there's much between uh, Roryville, Mr Hunter and Gone, particularly with the barrier draws, Rob and, and look, I'm not sure if I've got it right in order, but I've, I feel comfortable that one of those three will win and they'll probably run the Quinella and potentially the trifecta. I've tipped four seven nine, and cheers to Lou who may well endeavour to lead all the way it's got to be a chance too, uh, to round out my top four, four seven, nine and 5. So the Victoria Harness Racing Club Club Lounge um, tomorrow night, first night in operation, uh, racing minister anthony carbines there to unveil with hiv uh, chairman dale monteith so it's a pretty big night 1.3 million dollar project and you can see the unveiling on trots vision tomorrow night rob and no doubt we'll have um, uh, a bit of a chat uh, about that and might have some special guests as well throughout the course of the coverage on trots vision yeah looking forward to it danny uh we uh
1: Hosting the uh, the Trot's Vision coverage alongside uh, yourself tomorrow night and the team, and and we're looking forward to uh, not only hopefully finding the winner and proving the horses, but we're going to get some um, some really good vision uh, from the uh, the new club lounge room at, on Saturday night, and there'll be a lot of excited people in there uh, ready to enjoy the uh, the festivities of it all. And as I said, it's a it's a fantastic thing for the harness racing industry, and a big thank you to, of course the Victorian uh, State Government, uh, who have really backed this project from the day, uh, day we put it forward and the work that went in behind the scenes. So, um, you know, well done to them and, and a big thank you. We look forward to catching up with the Minister tomorrow night.
0: Race seven is the Elabar pace, and uh, this um, probably looks an open race on paper. I'm keen on one here, but driving tactics will be interesting, and I, we better believe it's the horse I'm keen on, but a horse that's probably... Doesn't win out of turn, might be a better sit sprinter. I can see him leading, but what will Matt Craven do there? Attempt to lead all the way at 17.20? Or is there a horse that he might be happy to take the trail behind and use the, uh, the sprint lane? Uh, that's my intriguing question, Rob. I'm not sure if you can answer it, but uh, I think it's critical to the result of the race.
1: I'm tipping one here at double figure odds, uh, a horse that I know we've been following and talking about, uh, and I think he could map into this race really well and he's got the worst barrier drawer of the race and that's number 11 lb two chains i think this race here there, there is some genuine tempo up front as you said ghost of time who's a, a very quick beginner we better believe it matt craven will have some choices to make there from from two uh, wine Gum, who who can go forward. Goddess Mudge was terrific last up, And then there's horses like Aussie Playboy, and in particular the Wolf, they're horses that can begin very fast off the gate. And I'm looking at there's going to be some genuine speed in this race. And I'm looking at that second row and horses like Magic Mike, Just Roll Your Own, I think we'll be making a three-wide move at some stage. And I can just see LB2 Chains getting the best drag into this race of all times. I think he's ready. I like him at the double figure odds. I think he's got a great each way chance and I'm going to tip him on top. 11 LB two chains on top at the 10. Just roll your own who I think will work into this race really well. Three We better believe it. As you mentioned, absolutely flying ready to win deserves to win one here. And five got a smudge who was super impressive at Charlton. It's a, going to be a genuine run race i think there's really good tempo going for value 11 lb two chains from 10 just roll your own three we better believe it and five
0: got a smudge and i've tip three we better believe it three ten just roll your own four wine gum eight heavenly charm Who should th- track through on the pegs three ten four and eight race seven race eight is the apg gold bullion four-year-old final and District Attorney's at the top of his game and his hard fit here and is an odds-on favourite in the early stages of betting.
1: Yeah, I think it will be super hard to beat for Blake Caruana and Ted Caruana. The team have done a fantastic job with his horse. And, you know, he, uh, he he's just kept maturing. They haven't rushed him. They haven't tried to do anything Crazy with him as far as management's concerned. He's on the verge of breaking $100,000. He's had 19 starts for nine wins and nine placings. So the record itself, he's only missed a place once. And he looks really well uh, primed for this race. And obviously Mick Bellman has got options, of course, uh, at 1,700 metres. I think this is a type of race where if District Attorney had to do some work, it's the right race for him to do the work. But, again, I don't think Mick has to panic at the start. He can just sort of assess the situation and work it out from there. But five-district attorney on top for mine. Uh, two, pedalant uh, who's resuming since uh, finishing fourth, of course, in the VicBred final behind Amore Vita. She's a classy mare. Of course, the stable will have her prime to run a very good race here. Seven, Kafaji, the other Emma Stewart's trained runner. Obviously a hit-or-miss type horse, but, again, 1700 probably suits him. And uh, eight, I think, who I think is going really well and uh, shouldn't be ignored. But five on top, ahead of two, seven and eight.
0: And my selections are five, two, eight and seven. Race nine, the last of nine is the Allied Express pace. It looks an open race to go out on Springfield Affair, now trained by Marg Lee as the early favourite here, Rob.
1: Yeah, this is a really intriguing race, isn't it? And certainly a race where... There's a lot of chances, and how this race maps out. I mean, you look at the the front row here, and you know horses like Bet on the Tiger, Springfield, the Fair, the horses that can press forward. Rock Phone has got gate speed if it wants to. Uh, Captain Wilson, Overpowering comes down from Mildura. He was really impressive uh, at his last few starts up there, and uh, you know I, I don't think he's out of this. And then you've got the sit and sprint horses in Shorty's Mate and Rocky Creed, who of course you called in the Wangaratta Cup. So, it's a tricky race. Um, look, I'm gonna, the two horses are gonna have something on here and I think they're both gonna be over the odds. I think seven overpowering. I think most people will try to ignore that Mildura form, but I think that Mildura form that overpowering competed in was really strong and he was so impressive. And I think he's a definite winning chance, And I really like 8 Rocky Creed as a horse. I've always liked him. I think he's a really nice horse. But they're going to both need their fair share of luck. What I see is that they'll both be way over the odds. Happy to have a spec bet on both of those horses. Four Springfield Affair, absolutely flying. Uh, He'll press forward. But again, I think he's going to have to do the work here because you've got a horse like Bet on the Tiger that will hold him out. So 7-8. Uh, for the value four and three and then obviously there's horses like rock phone shorties mate that aren't out of this race also as far as a winning chance is concerned tricky race
0: it is i found the outsider of the field rob i'm actually quite keen on it i think Alderage rage is going really well draw suits i can find excuses for why it didn't figure more prominently in each of its last three runs and the draw's key here so uh, one Alder Rage at, um, well, $23 as we look at the price now, but I think he's a terrific bet each way. Uh, four, the Springfield Affair, eight Rocky Creed, five Captain Wilson. If the five crosses to lead, be interesting. There's two of him, Captain Wilson. The right Captain Wilson would give a great sight and also help the chances of Alder Rage a- as well. So it's an intriguing race. It's not an easy race. And maybe it, as you suggested, you found a couple of odds. I have as well in the last event. Uh, okay, Rob. Let's have a look at your best bets for Melton.
1: Yeah, look, best bets for the night. Uh, I, I'm going to stick to the two horses. That I feel like are coming into this uh, program, primed to run mighty races, uh, and without going, if anything, too short. But look, obviously, I like race six, number seven, Mister Hunter. I know he's drawn poorly, but I, I just, I've always loved the horse, and I think it'll be really hard to beat. Obviously, the shorty is District Attorney for mine. I know he takes on some uh, powerful Emma Stewart-trained runners, but I think he's, uh, he's been primed for this, and I'm expecting to run a, a mighty race. The value bets, uh, I really like one at, uh, at big odds. I said race 7, number 11, LB2 chains. I, 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 mean, I can see him just storming home at the finish. And uh, I do like he's Son of a Gun as well. Race four, number six. So it's a, a really good program. Uh, I think there's some great racing there. There's some value throughout the program. And again, we 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 we'll we always try to pick nine winners. It's never easy, but I think there's some value horses there through uh, through the selections that we've put forward. You can have a little play around, and hopefully, uh, we we can snare a, a few throughout the
0: night. My best each-way race, seven, number three, we better believe it. It seems an attractive each-way price at the moment. I'm a value runner, race nine, number one, all the raids currently at the $23 mark. Uh, and don't forget the big six if you want to get involved with that. Race three, 629, projected pool of $175,000. And there's a couple of legs there where there's a short enough favour that might help trying to narrow it down and get the big prize. Rob, look forward to your company uh, tomorrow night with uh, Trot's Vision. A lot to look forward to, not just the racing, with uh, some exciting action there, but also the unveiling of the Victoria Harness Racing Club, uh, Club Lounge. So look forward to going through the night tomorrow night uh, with you there, and uh, let's hope we can find some winners as well. Happy harnessing, everyone.